Welcome to the Victor Collins Sabre podcast. We pray the Holy Spirit will speak to you and stir you up as you listen to this anointed, transformative, and down-to-earth teaching by Bishop Collins. Discover how God can change your life and ministry forever. Enjoy the message. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much. It's a privilege to be in your house. Speak to us like never before. In Jesus' name, somebody said, Amen. You may be seated, please, in the presence of the Lord. I see Sister King has forced to come today. I don't know whether she has clearance to leave her house. I'm sure she, she's troubled Mr. King to bring her to church today. <laughs> All right. Tell you, I'm happy to see you this morning. Tell them the church is getting better. Okay. I'm, I'm teaching on the words of Jesus. The words of Jesus. Is it Kevin Cooper? I see there. Kevin Cooper. Hey, you need some legs, you know, by. <laughs> it's good to see you. Uh, words of Jesus. The words of Jesus. I think I started by saying that words really controls everything in this world whether you see it to read or you hear it our lives are controlled by words whether you go to school or when you go to school is what a teacher says If you're at home, what molds you is what your parents, they say. If you are going to be happy in life, it will be based on what you hear, not what you wear. You can wear one of the nice clothes around, but you would have heard so many dirty words that your life will not reflect the fancy clothes you are wearing. Evil, are you there? Is it working? Where's Dwight? He's babysitting. All right. Uh, you've been called for military service again or something? The army will not leave you alone. He's smiling. You see, you put your army uniform and your thing on, on Facebook. Yeah, you show you, you show enough. Uh, beautiful. I hope uh, Jaya doesn't have any big gun. She has not upgraded her gun <laughs> to a bigger one. <laughs> Hallelujah. So no matter where you are, no matter where you go, no matter where you stay, it's words. You get excited by words. Isn't it? Yeah. Some people get excited by food, but... <laughs> If you want to see the food, you get excited. Somebody can say something and then you'll get vexed. <laughs> Natasha, are you there? <laughs> yeah. You see some nice food, you're excited. Then oh, look. Yeah, I always want to eat. It changes your mood. <laughs> Kishana, it just takes away your appetite, your mood. If you, if you want to say, oh, come and eat, so now you want to eat no more. It's okay. I am right. Meanwhile, you are not all right. But it's because of what you heard. <laughs> and so Jesus spoke about the importance of words and then even his own words. Because it is also very important whose words you are hearing or you are paying attention to. I know from the Bible that you have to be careful with the voice of the people. There's something called the voice of the people. That's majority of the voices. What almost everybody is saying, it affects you. Whether you like it or not. Majority always even carries the vote. It's very difficult to be in a minority and win anything. 
Are you, are you with me? Yeah. So in, in life, in life, we do the things that most people say. Even students can testify to that when they are in school. They don't want to be different. They always want to be just like anybody else. Do you understand? You want to tell the lie. It comes in the form of fashion. It comes in the form of all, all, all kinds of things. All kinds of things. I mean, if you, look, you look at fashion. Fashion is the voice of the majority. Oh? Yeah, if you look at the boys, how they cut their hair. It's, it's, most of them are like that. If you don't, it's like if you don't cut your hair like that, it's like you are not uh, slave, isn't it? You are not, you are not, you are not, you are not around. You are not, you are, you are not a regular boy. You are not a regular boy. Uh-huh. You are not a regular. <laughs> Justin, are you there? Yeah, you are not, re- you are not a regular. They do all kinds of things to the point that you wear boots that has lace, but you don't lace it. You see, madness has set into society in a very nice fashion. Jeremiah, are you there? That you wear boots that you have to lace and tie it so that your foot will fit inside and walk well. They don't tie it. And when they are going, they don't want the shoe to come off, so they're, they're walking like you are on the moon. <laughs> If you don't want to lace your laces, you buy something that you just put your foot in. They call loafers. But when you have laces, like Sharon has lace, or he has changes, Sharon has changes on. He has to be a regular. Yeah? They have arranged their laces in such a way that you can't have anything to tie. It's a voice. It's a voice. And it is important whose voice you pay attention to, Nayela. It's very important. Whose voice? To the extent that you can even come to church, but your home will have more influence on you than the church. Jada Greenwich, are you there? Yeah, you can come to church. You'll be hearing preaching, but the home from where you come from, the influence from there, it's like the church, you don't see any difference the church makes on a person. And it is, it is sometimes like that. People come to church for years and you don't see any change. Yeah. The reason why many people don't get better after coming to church for so long is that the words don't have, they have places where people or whatever their words and their influences that supersedes or overrides the voice of the pastor. It's true. That's, that's how many of you are not better after so many years in the church. It's not because God is not good. It's not because the, the church is not good. It's not because the pastor is not powerful. It's because of whose words you pay attention to. And for those who don't get better in the church, if, if you are honest enough, we can trace where your source of influence comes from. It's true. You think people, when you see people don't talk, it's not that they don't talk, it's you they don't talk to. Yeah? They have another place where they talk. And if you see them there, you'll be very surprised. Your mouth will open like that. What? I didn't know you could talk like that. Yeah. And so the 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 person of the the person or the 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 source of the words is critical. That's why when I was preaching during the conference, I was saying that ministry, you don't learn it in a classroom. How can you learn to follow God by listening to a human being who is teaching you from a book? And telling you things and explaining it his own way. 
By the time you leave the, the Bible school, your mind is corrupt. Your mind is corrupted. So that is why we are looking at the words of Jesus. Because that's the ultimate. He said in Luke chapter 21 verse 33 that heaven and earth will pass away. But my words will not pass away. I don't think your grandmother's voice is being heard any longer. When you wake up in the morning, do you hear your grandmother's voice? I find it very funny when some of these white people, they say, oh, my grandmother is watching over me. <laughs> do you hear them say those things? Yeah, my father, who is gone, is still watching over me. I know wherever I go, he follows me, he watches me, and makes sure that things work well. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't he stay if he could walk around? Why didn't he stay around? Die, die. Are you there? Why didn't he stay around? If he was so strong that even after he's dead, he could still watch over you and make things work for you. Why did he have to go? Why did, is it not better when he's around and he's with you physically? Why does he have to die and walk with you in, in spirit? And so we, 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 we stated that Jesus taught, Jesus taught that words in general are not trivial things. When people say things, it's not trivial. It's not less important. It's very important what people say. Words are not trivial. Number two, he said that Jesus thought that words will be used as a basis for judgment. And I think here I, I made mention of some things that I don't know whether you still have it in your spirit. That words would be used as a basis for judgment. So what you say is really how things will go. So when you say, me, I don't think, I don't feel like I have luck in this life at all. That's the judgment. That's the judgment. You said it. Words will be used as a basis for judgment. What you say is what happens. You are judged by what you say. You are judged by what you say. So you say, oh, me? Am? I'm trying. Every day, I ain't giving up. Every day, I ain't giving up. Hey, you'll be fighting all your life. <laughs> yeah, you'll be fighting all your life. I ain't giving up. I ain't giving up. I'm good, but you know, I ain't giving up. If that is yours, if that is what you normally like to say, you say it until you are dead. Because you will not have the situation turn around for your victory. It will not. You will always be, you will always have things around you that you that will always make you say, I ain't giving up. Of course, you don't have to give up. But it doesn't mean that every day also you have to be saying, I, I ain't giving up. Number three. Do you have that? Do you have number three? You don't. Calvin, this is number four for you, number five. It's number three. Okay. Matthew chapter 12, verse 34. <laughs> Matthew chapter 12, and verse 34. JP. Are you sleeping? You should be standing behind the camera if you're going to sleep. <laughs> you can't sit there. If you sit down, you sleep. So you should stand somewhere. And you, you move around too much that you're like Francis. When you sit down, you sleep. <laughs> I don't know about Andre. I don't see him from here. And those who are very active. But he, sleeps, he sleeps at the back there, right? <laughs> when they sit down, they sleep. It's Taman who I don't see sleeping. I know what he drinks. Jojo. What kind of bum, bum and chip? Bum. <laughs> I did a good one. I recommend, please recommend that to Phoebe, right? Give her all the ingredients. So, Mr. Andre George will not sleep behind the mixer. Friends, I don't know who I should recommend it to because 
Fazer. Igon Blop. Ok. Too young for that. Okay, I'm sure Andre needs something like that, isn't it? Yeah. Andrew, I'm campaigning for you, you know. I'm on your side, brother. I'm on your side all the time. <laughs> yeah, you should say thank you for the, for the balcony. <laughs> Matthew chapter 12, verse 34. Jesus, an old generation of vipers. How can you, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. This is very deep also. Jesus said here that words are the unmistakable portrayal of a person. What you say is really who you are. To know who you are, it's by what you say. If you are a very encouraging person, your words will always be full of encouragement. I don't know whether I'm, I'm, I'm in a church this morning. If you want to find out if somebody is an encourager, listen to what they say all the time. You don't have to, you don't have to struggle to find out that Calvin has a, a very a great sense of humor. That when you're having a party, he's the best man to bring and put on a high table. The party will be one of the best parties around. I'm saying it not because he has a big stomach. No. <laughs> it's reducing. Uh, <laughs> you do some walking now. Ah, the bum is too much, Calvin. <laughs> it is what he says. It is what he says. You, you, if you follow Calvin, you will laugh. So when I'm having serious meeting, I don't want him around. I tell G, this meeting, don't let Calvin come here. <laughs> if you he come here, he will spoil the meeting. You take away the seriousness. Calvin should always be allowed in an environment where we are all laughing. If you want something serious, don't, please don't bring Calvin there. In a, at a funeral, don't bring Calvin to a funeral. <laughs> He'll let you cry at all. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. no. You make you feel funny that you are you're, 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 you're laughing when people are crying. <laughs> Words portrays who you are. Did you know that those who don't say much, even that also portrays who you are, that you're a snake under grass? Because some people, they know it. So, they don't speak. And those people who don't speak, they are like, you, you, know, you know snake under grass? Uh, do, 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 you, you do have the, the, the green snake. I've not seen some here. You have the green snake here? You have it here? You have it here? You want? <laughs> That's tongues. <laughs> Region 8. Green snakes. Green mamba. Now, in Ghana, they like to be in the yard where you have your green grass. They like. So, when you are sitting in your yard and are lying down, you are enjoying yourself. That's how people who don't talk are like. They are there, it's like they are unnoticeable. Are you waiting to see? So, whether you speak or not, it portrays who you are. Yeah. Well, you don't speak. It's dangerous. You're one of the most dangerous people around. How come you don't speak? There are things going through your head. How come your mouth is not opening for it to come out? It makes you very dangerous. And then when you say it too, it also portrays who you are. 
There are some people in this life, they are not encouragers at all. They are down courageous. Nayala, do you understand down courageous? <laughs> yeah. There, there are people, and it's even sad that sometimes some mothers, some mothers and some fathers are like that. They don't have anything good to say in the house. They are losers in this life that they don't have anything winning or victorious to speak and to say around people. And many of you come to church are like that. When you leave church, your environment is not encouraging at all. If only you know what your children tell me, you'll be surprised about you. <laughs> Jeremiah. Yeah, if Kevin knows what Jeremiah tells you about him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's true. Some people, they're, they're, your children are in the dancing star. You don't care about the costume. You don't care. Bring our money. Bring our money. Now, you see, younger people who are part of a group in church. And they are required to wear a certain type of dress or whatever to be able to come on stage and dance and be happy as young people in the church. Now, when they have to get this uniform, you are telling them that, me got no money. What you are doing is that you are taking the joy and the things that make them happy. You are killing that thing slowly and softly by the things that comes out of your mouth. And it actually exposes the type of person you are. You are against the church. You are anti-God. You are against what we do here. And that's the type of person you are. It portrays who you are. No matter how much you smile. You can have parents who don't support their children in a lot of things. In the church. When they say they are going for mashramani, you find all them su- swimming suits that shows your vagina. You show it to you. Give, buy it for them. You go and show their vag- vagina on the street. That's not a problem. You don't have a problem with that at all. When it comes to the church, costume, this, that, that you have a problem with it. It shows you are. Anything we do in church, depending on what you say about it, it shows who you are. Out of the abundance of the heart, Jesus said, words are not just simple. Something that comes out of somebody's inside, it is definitely a reflection of where the words are coming from. If it's a dirty place, it's dirty words. know it. If you put on one side a person who's educated and you put on another side the person who's not educated. Their words alone will tell you that one is educated, one is not educated. It portrays words speak of the person. When you're a Christian, that's the way you, 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 you are supposed to speak. When you're not a Christian. It's also the way you're supposed to speak. As much as you become a Christian, you still use cursing words in the house. Yeah, I think I want to put a camera in everybody's house. I connect it to one system in my house. So I'll just turn it on. I'll be looking at everybody's house. There's a bishop is watching your house. And hear all the things you are talking about, all the things you are doing. Hey, I'll be a very good pastor. Pa. <laughs> When you curse, I will see a red light that do, uh, and I say, ah, that house. <laughs> yeah. Why do you still curse as a Christian? Why is it that when you see and you see how it is, when you are okay, when you are okay, when things are normal, you look seen. When, when your emotions are, are ticked up, the madness comes out. And the madness is a sign of who you are. You are a mad person. Yeah. Yeah. 
you only know some. That's why in a relationship, you should make you you should be able to make people angry. Sarah, great fire, Sarah. If you get angry, I will know whether you're a Christian or not. Oh yeah. That is when we see who you are. Not when everything is normal. We're all going good. Going good. Going good. Then something happens. Then you see that. The really what is in your heart comes out. Yeah. And we should always be careful. Those unguarded moments really reveal who the person you are relating with is. <laughs> yeah. You kiss me, I'll kiss you. Yeah, it's a kissing competition. Yeah. Well, you kiss me, I'll kiss you. You kiss me, I'll kiss you. You use a word, I want to use another word that will make you feel pain. Yeah. Yeah. yeah do for you, do for me. Do for do is the obia. Hey, I, will, I, I want to find somewhere that I can say that you feel the pain. Yeah. <laughs> they tell you about your mother who they don't know. <laughs> That's souvenir. <been there. laughs> Beautiful. Are you there? If you are in the house, provoke your husband, let's see. You might get a slap on the cough right here. Provoke your wife and let's see. You get put out. <laughs> no food. It's, it's, so, it's so revealing. Moments, times, seasons are so revealing. That's why the Bible actually says in Matthew 7 verse 24, if you read that scripture, it applies now also in what I'm saying. The Bible says that anybody who hears the word of God and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man who built his house upon a rock. It means that he's together. He has control of himself. The, the roof is together, the windows are in shape, everything, foundation is solid. Somebody who hears the word of God and practices it, he's like somebody who builds his house upon a rock. And go to the next verse, verse 25. He says, and the rain descends. Rain is when somebody makes you angry. Rain is when somebody makes you happy. Because some people, even their happiness, that's why you see them. Oh, yeah. Even in happiness, you can see how people are. If I call for a dinner right now in our in our uh, 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 Macane house in the in the halls that we are trying to develop, you see that you see when you see people bring their back open. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're somewhere where we're drinking or we're something we're eating and drinking something. Then you see one young lady held a, uh, um, I know what it was. It was a water bottle or some Coke bottle held in a certain way. And then at a point, my eyes went on it. You could see the olden days came up, how they used to hold Guinness. <laughs> at the top, yeah. I, 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 it, it, it looked so obvious. Because we're all relaxed and we're eating and we're gaffing. And the person holds the bottle like that. Mm, this is not how Christians hold bottles. <laughs> it's an experienced drinker. <laughs> yeah, because when you're out there and you drink beer, and there's a way they hold it. Yeah. Even the way to open it is also another thing. Because those of us who drink Coke, we don't know how to open it with two bottles together and you do. 
So, wow, you're an expert. <laughs> the rain, the floods, the winds, they blow and beat upon that house. Have you forgotten the Bible says that we are the temple of the Holy Spirit? It means we are a building. And how you behave when the word of God comes your way and you practice it or do it, it is linked or connected to how together you are in terms of what is able to come out of you. That is why when when Job was tempted to that very low point in his life, his wife, who was not spiritual, who did not build her house on solid rock, was telling her husband, why don't you curse God and die? Why don't you leave this church? Why don't you just stop dancing in the dancing star? So for those of you who don't dance in the dancing star, it's because your house is not built on a solid ground. You, you are weak from the inside. So when rain beats you, you won't dance no more. I ain't feeling it today. And you, 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 you give excuse about your costume. Yeah. Me get, me get no white boots. Air Force. I don't have Air Force. I have Army and Navy. I don't have Air Force. It's clearly, this, this is a portrayal of, of people, what comes out of you. Because when, when things happen, you see people's reaction. Let me offend you and let me see. Oh, yeah. Let me offend you. You see how people say, oh, he's preaching, he's preaching about me. Well, why do you even feel it when I'm preaching about you? You are reacting. There's something that, that is making you react like that. And what you say portrays that you, 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 you are proud that your pastor can't even talk about you, even though he didn't mention your name. That, that's, that's the portrayal. Which was even you are talking about. Yes, it's you I'm talking about. Why can I not talk about you? Why can, why can your pastor not talk about you? Many people are offended when you preach and you bring out examples that are close to them or is their examples, even without mentioning their names. Was it in our, in our pastor's congress that somebody asked a question that what we, we, talk, we, we, we talk about people, we bring people down, something like that. Somebody, may, somebody asked a question like that. I said, we bring people down? We've been bringing people down a long time. It's now you realize that. <laughs> Where, 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 is that, where is that word coming from? In the church, we're bringing people down. You, it means that you are a person who, who is a, a, a down type of person. So you interpret everything as bringing you down. You are not an encourager. You are not somebody who can just brush off simple things. Your, your skin is thin. So, so if, you, if you don't understand it, the only thing you can say is that somebody is bringing your spirit down. Trying to pull you in. Uh, how, how can you link the church to a place where people are being brought down? What was that? This is where we were lifted from a low place and we have been placed on a higher point. What, 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 is, what is our business in trying to take people down and out? What, what, that's not the purpose. So you, you are in the church for many years and then now you are asking why do we bring people down? It means that it portrays who you are. You are not, just, you are not somebody who likes to be up there. You are, you are down-couraging, discouraging, uh, 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 frustrated, uh, something that I don't know how to describe you. It's a, it's, it's a stronghold that has to be pulled down. It has to be a stronghold. To be pulled down. Are you following? Jesus is saying that words portrays somebody. People like people because of what they say. 
But they don't like people because of what they say also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Number four. <laughs> Jesus spoke of the attachment to his words as a sign of attachment to himself. Attachment to his words as a sign of attachment to himself. John chapter 8 verse 31. This is also very serious. Nafisa, are you there? House mash. It was mashing. I saw you enjoying yourself, but why not? It's my shaman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen to this one. This is a sign of your bond with someone. How do I know that Tia is very connected to me? Is it because she works upstairs at my office? Nah. Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him. So, Jesus came, he's preaching, he's doing church. People believed in him. Epson, people believes in him. Then the people... Jesus wanted to tell the people that he's, he's not moved. Yeah. The fact that they believe in him doesn't make him let down his guard. Because people who believe in you can turn against you also. But he wanted them to go a little further to understand that even though you believe in me, there's also another element that really qualifies your belief in me. And that is his words. He said that, then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him. So he's not talking to people who don't believe in him. He's talking to people who believe in him. Oh, he's my pastor. He's my bishop. I go to Good Shepherd Church. Those who believe, he said, if you continue in my word... Then are ye indeed people who believe in me? If you continue in my way. It means that your closeness to a person is de- it depends on your closeness to his words. How often do you even refer to that person when you are speaking? I'm sure after church, Monday to Friday, you don't remember me until next Sunday. (laughs) No, your closeness to somebody is not physical. It is the words that you are connected. It's the words that connect you to a person. My father said, my mother said, my teacher said, my pastor said, God said, God said, the Bible says, the Bible says, The Bible says, the Bible says, it shows how connected you are with God. The Bible says, it is written. Attachment to his words is the sign of attachment to himself. The Bible says that God and his word are one. God and his word, they are one. In the beginning was a word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. The same was, the same was in the beginning with God. You go to verse 14 of John chapter 1. It says, and the word became flesh. Words are people. That is why Jesus will say, I can say go. And then the person goes. David. 
The chair is too comfortable for you, I tell you. Yeah, I think so. Especially that side. Uh, when somebody says, go. If you go, it means you are attached to the person. What's the point? The attachment to a person's words is equal to attachment to the person. So when I am talking to you and you are talking back, it means we are disconnected. That's the reason why you are talking back. (laughs) I'll say it again. If I talk to you and then you answer back, if I tell you something and you don't listen, it means that you are disconnected. That is why God said in Isaiah chapter 1 verse 19, he says, if you are willing and obedient, then I know you are connected with me, so you eat the good of the land. But if you don't listen, he said, you'll be cursed, you'll be damned, because you are disconnected from me, and the disconnection will make sure that you don't prosper and do well. If ye be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. If you are willing, obedient is to obey. Obey is what? To hear something and do it. It tells God that you are attached. You are connected. We are together. And therefore, there's nothing that should keep you from enjoying life and enjoying the good things in life. But if you go to verse 20, which I think is, is there, he says, but if you refuse and rebel, it means if you don't listen to my words, it means you are disconnected from me, you are not attached to me. He said, you shall be devoured with the sword. It is all linked to hearing and either flowing or not flowing. That is where God makes a distinction between the person who should do well or shouldn't do well. Can you believe it? That if you listen, you do well. If you don't listen, you will not do well. Just the words that the person is saying. Attachment to his words is the same as attachment to him. If you love me, whatever I say, you do it. You don't argue. You don't challenge. So, are you sure? I love you. So, really? (laughs) It's only Juju who heard me. (laughs) He fell asleep, right? Okay. If you have been in a relationship before, maybe you, you understand what I'm saying. You tell the other person, I love you. For truth? <laughs> okay. Since when? People are experienced around. <laughs> oh, really? I didn't know. Thank you. Are you sure? I see. <laughs> was the message? Was the message for me? I love you. Is it? Was it me you were talking to? <laughs> Sean is smiling. I don't know what he he understands what I'm saying. <laughs> Sean got married just the other day, but he's smiling. His teeth is all like that. He understands what I'm talking about. Now he's close his mouth. He's not screaming. <laughs> because the wife has positioned herself to watch, watch him. <laughs> she wants to see what I'm talking about. <laughs> hey, why, why are you smiling when Bishop is talking about everything? <laughs> and then some, some of these women, if you don't take it, when you go home, the message continues. <laughs> because they say bishop didn't end well I want to end and take proper offering 
Yeah. Yeah. Some women can be so doubting of themselves that if you tell them, I love you, or, or you are beautiful, this is all really, yeah. So, okay. What do you want? I don't know what you tell me that it means you're looking for something. You'll never receive it. It, it can't be true. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Your attachment to somebody is determined by your attachment to his words. So when the person says, I love you, you say, Oh, I love you too. It means that the thing is working. I love you more. <laughs> People are experiencing. <laughs> I'm sure that's how Epson talks in the house. I love you. I love you more. <laughs> yeah, she's also loving so I think I said the right thing. Yeah, I'm a prophet. <laughs> That's why, that's why the Bible says that love, eh, it believes all things. You know, love is not suspicious. Did you know that? That's not love. It's doubt. Yeah. <laughs> I'm prophesying. <laughs> <laughs> Part two, right? <laughs> Anna is, Anna is requesting for the message right after church. She wants to soak it in and, and preach it again. <laughs> Home sale. <laughs> church in the home. <laughs> Even we are quiet, pal. Like you don't know what's going on. <laughs> Josiah. <laughs> yeah. It's true. L- love. You see, we we are human beings. We we are very very corrupt. I'm telling you. Is God, God, God's love is too strong for us. Because the way we behave and treat each other is, 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 is different. We, we are so corrupted that we can never believe all things. It's difficult. It's difficult. You think I'm stupid? I'm stupid. <laughs> I am born yesterday. I saw it with my own eyes. Yeah. And I've seen this thing before. I'm not delusional. I'm not stupid. But the Bible says, it's not about all of that. The Bible says, love, he believes everything he hears or she hears. Love believes all things. So if he gets a call and he goes outside, it's not a problem. Tia, will it be a problem or it won't be a problem? Yeah. <laughs> I understand the <that>, skin teeth. <laughs> 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 
Why is Tiana carrying her face? If, if Sean gets a phone call and it goes outside, <laughs> he has to continue to continue to go outside. <laughs> Don't come back here. <laughs> go and be with the person that you are talking to. <laughs> hey! <laughs> yeah. You see, this reminds me of a guy, a guy who, I don't know that guy needs to do these things, but, you know, Africans have all kinds of skills. A guy who went to Germany, um, an African, I think it's a Ghanaian, and um, he married a white lady. And um, he, was, he had a wife back in Africa. And then he married this white girl in Germany. They stayed in the same house. And then he used to call his wife in Ghana. But he would tell the white lady that it is his sister. His small sister. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the white lady didn't have... There was, there was nothing suspicious. There was no doubt. It wasn't a problem. To the point that she even helped the, the, the husband to go and bring the half-sister from Ghana. <laughs> and she came to live with them in the same house. Mr. Charlene, you're smiling. <laughs> I'm just somebody who died in the house that same day. <laughs> no, that's why white people, they don't understand why we serve God we are so corrupt. Because they don't serve God, but they are straight. Most of them are straight. When we serve God, we are very corrupt than anything else. If a white man is no, it's no. If it's yes, it's yes. They don't have this yes, no mixed up. If you come, you come. If you don't come, he will tell you. You say, you say oh, I'll come, but then you, you actually do. I'm not coming. Organize the guy. Invitation, money, everything. The guy went to bring his local wife from Africa. Came to live in the same house. When the woman goes to work, then their marriage arises. When she comes back, then they are brother, sister. They lived there for years. Until the white, white, white lady picked it up one day. That, mm. That's where all the belief finished. It's a now go out, but they live together, man, woman. Oh yeah, why, why, why lady didn't say, didn't, didn't suspect anything? Yeah, he said he told me it's his sister. I believe it. Why she doesn't? Sister? Mm. Yeah, yeah, don't resemble. <laughs> you see, that's why we came up with those words. We are corrupted in our feelings and in our thinking. This is, a, this is a white person, not a Christian. Flows are... Flows are... Because the person is not corrupted in their thinking. But you and I who are corrupt. I'll send him home. Send him back home to Africa. Home. Home. Home to the grave. You <laughs> said a black woman. Look at what she said. <laughs> Suspicious. Not settled. Not comfortable. Not, 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 I mean, it's like you can do so much and she will still not believe that you love her. She wants blood. If you burn. If you bring her the moon, she still won't be happy. If you bring her the moon, she won't be happy. She won't be happy. Catch the moon and bring it. Epson, I hear you still not be happy. <laughs> <laughs> bring the sun won't be happy yeah. if somebody tells you something your husband tells you something huh? mm. these days we just don't believe things so. <laughs> we stop them stupidness <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. We gotta, we gotta prove it. Our lives have become so complicated. He said, You have to prove everything. We, we are marking each other and examining each other and put police. You see, you know, uh, uh, Brother Greg, Pastor, Pastor Greg, you remember Greg? Ah, one day, Greg came to me. I said, he said, he said, Daddy, I mean, he came, in. you know, Greg, 
He said, Daddy, I said, I said, Kofi, sit down, sit down. He said, um, no, when he was married to uh, the young lady who was in the church, he said, um, um, my wife has put some family members to follow me all around. <laughs> I said, ah, what do you mean? He said, when he closed from work, he saw a family member of his wife. And he was on a bicycle. He said, when he got around where he lives, he saw another family member. So he says he intentionally passed his house because he didn't want the, the people to know where he lives. And as he went around, he turned the corner, he saw another family member. <laughs> he said, No, he won't go home. And I said, Yes, come. He came to me in the office. He said, he said, he said Please talk to my wife. He's put people to be watching me all over the place. time he had a similar thing that he feels that he doesn't know but he feels that some people are following him yeah yeah so i sat in there and i said kofi if anybody will follow anybody in this church it will be me they will follow <laughs> now you if they kill you or capture you who let them capture you who will not pay anything they can kill you it's okay <laughs> Awesome. You, you are not, I mean, you are not the main person, you are not the head of the mission. It is me who should say that people are following me and I feel very good, but not you. He, did, he didn't believe his wife at all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He said, Pass here one, one relative. If, if it was Ivo he was married to, he would die. <laughs> <laughs> All over the place, the whole church sound. <laughs> yeah, no, he didn't believe it. So it tells you his disconnection from the woman. That, that, that's what he portrays. No matter what you tell him, he would never believe you. He would never, he would, he would tell, oh, no, I mean, but Greg, how? Why? Why would I say, no, I don't believe you? Then he would say, it's not your cousin. Is that not your nephew? Why are you telling me they are not following me? How come the, the, the writer 545 when I passed it, they were there? They will argue their heart out. It is a sign. Jesus is saying that that thing there is just a proof of the disconnection between the two. I'm closing. Whatever I see here, whether you do it or not, it will determine how connected you are with me. Stand to your feet. Your time is up. <laughs> so like this afternoon, we want to do some planting of grass. Jonathan is the head of the project. Where's GP? plant some grass. It's a very simple work. I mean, feel free. If you want to hang around and help. If you don't want to hang around also. It is a, it is a sign of your connection with me or this connection. It can be your singing star's uniform and plant grass. It's not a problem at all. It even be nice. You can take pictures and say, wow, look at the singing star's planting grass. Yeah, you see all those big, big, big uh, portions there with mud? It's all going to be grass. So you're picking up grass from around we just put it in on top of the soil like that. It'll catch up when it rains, we water it. You see that? The place will look green. Amen. So, you know, after our usual things, we'll go into that. Again, your attachment, words, your attachment to me is determined by your attachment to. It's Jesus who said it. Amen. Father, thank you for speaking to us in Jesus' name. I mean, you're here, you're not saved, you're not born again. You want to say, Bishop, please pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. I want to pray with you. Every eye closed, every head bowed. You want to lift up your right hand and, and say, Bishop, it's me. Pray for me, pray with me. 
I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. If you are like that here, just your right hand. God bless you, sir. God bless you. God bless you, sir. Kevin, God bless you. God bless you, ma'am. God bless you. Your hand is up. You lifted up your hand. Can I ask you to please leave your seat? Come so I can pray with you. Come. Kevin, come. I want to pray for you. Come, Kevin. Come, my friend at the back. God bless you. My dear mom, auntie, come. Are you clapping? Are you clapping? Are you clapping? Oh, God bless you. There's a young man there. God bless you. God bless you, sir. Everything was done. God bless you. God bless you. Come to the Father. You want to join them? Do your gift is your eyes. Words are important. That's what Jesus is telling us. If you didn't understand anything today, but sometimes people come to church, they don't understand because of my, 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 my accent and the way I speak. But all that I was trying to say, all that God is telling us is that words are very important. What you say is very important. It's either good or bad. And today we are learning that what you say actually shows who you are. Who you are is not different from what you say. And then the second thing is that Jesus said, if you are close to his words, you'll be close to him. Now we are going to use the same thing. Words. We are going to speak words. And ask God to forgive us and, and come into our lives. God respects words. And those words we are about to speak, we are about to say, they are going to be real words. So with your eyes closed, your head bowed, congregation and those in front, say with me, Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. Forgive me of all my sins. Wash me with the blood of Jesus. I believe with all my heart and I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. I believe Jesus died he rose again from the dead on the third day and I believe Jesus is alive I open my heart and I invite Jesus into my life to be my Lord and my Savior from this day forward I am born again my life has changed I'm a child of God and my name is in the book of life Thank you, Heavenly Father, for saving my soul. In Jesus' name, Amen. Father, well, I pray for everyone who is here at the altar. Thank you for their lives. Thank you for the prayer they have prayed. I know these words have been written and established in the heavens, and that they are newborn people, newborn babes, the Bible calls them. And I know they will grow, they will do well, they will walk with you, they will be established. In the Christian faith and I know one day when you come in your glory or when we we move on to coming to eternity that they will meet you they will see you and you will embrace them into your kingdom thank you father I'll take this opportunity to pray for Kevin and, and, and his family oh God Kati and Junior and their mother I thank you for the strength I thank you for the hope even the absence of Kati Lord you give the family hope that all is not lost death is an appointment and everybody will go it's just a matter of time i pray that the that the space the gap that has been created by Cathy's moving on to eternity her demise lord you will fill that gap with your presence with your power and with the help of angels think that kevin and junior and the family will become solid in you and even this season is where they will become close and, and attack themselves to even stronger. Thank you for carrying them and, and helping them in these times. In Jesus' name. Amen.
For booking and more information on the Ministry of Victor Collins, please call us on 592-691-5301 or email us at shepherdhousegy at gmail.com. God richly bless you.